coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. Pitmaster and the Doc. Hold on. <laughs> Aren't I above you? No, I don't know where you are. It doesn't matter. John. Okay. How's it hey, going? What's up? Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, brother. Well, I'm you're here in. Tra- uh, you're traveling during a pandemic. How's the how's cross country travel these days? Man, it was it wasn't that much. They act like it's so much different. Okay, social distance. But when we got on the plane, we all heard it. We're we're all hurting on like like always. I mean, they did spread it out a little further on the seats, like every other seat. But I had someone sitting one seat over from me, and uh, um. And then, uh, you know, when we were getting on the plane, everybody was still m- crunched up together. So there was no social distance. There was like, there was like not even an inch between everyone. So, so then, then do they, they fill every, do they fill every seat on the plane or every other seat? It, I think it was every other on the, yeah, the, the first flight from, from San Luis to, uh, to, um, Dallas was, um, was almost empty. There was like five people on the flight. And then on the way from Dallas to uh, to Jacksonville, there was like it was half full, and so there was there was someone in every other seat. That's not that bad. That sounds kind of nice, serve, actually. They don't serve anything on the plane, so that's one of the changes. Nothing, not even Nothing. water. Nothing. Oh, you must let you bring stuff on. So you anyway, you're you're in Florida. You guys ready? I'm in Florida. Glover looks unbelievable. He looks so ready. Um, it, it's and, and today I got to hang out with this unbelievable guru of a martial arts uh, master um, who's been training. Oh, we got to have him on. Um, he's been training since the '60s, and he's he's if he's not the most successful martial arts school owner. He's got to be maybe the second. I mean, he's he is such a successful person. And when you when you hang out with him like I did today, you see why he has like these five tenants he lives by that he said he he created when he was in his mid twenties, and they're like five tenants that every decision he makes he has to they have to align all, every the decision has to align with all of them, and and then he has this whole bank thing. I can't, you know, that, that he showed, he kind of showed me, but he, can you kind of see that he has like this whole thing that he's so, he's so, uh, he's so organized and planned out. I mean, he was telling me about how to, how to, you know, just how to handle your money and how to, you know, run your, it's unbelievable. This guy, it was, it was unbelievable hanging out with him today. And, uh, um, it's like, it's like his very mentorish. He's a lot like, He's not like he's not a lot like Tony Robbins, but he does the same thing. I mean, he talks and you listen, and he has great ideas. And um, he might be a bit much if you don't believe in his politics. Um, That's a I mean, lot. Like that a says a lot much. coming from you, John. That says a lot. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, 
he stands by what he believes and, and has done well by him. And, and it was a great day. And I, I got to run into, oh, God, I love being at, at fights just because. Who was the martial arts guy? What's his name? His name is Bill Clark. And, and, Bill uh, Clark. What's he have? Taekwondo schools? Master Clark. Yeah, he, he, has, he has these schools that have different arts. And you get a black belt, then you get a black belt in the next art, and then the next art. I mean, his people, his retention is great because he keeps, like, when I get a black belt, usually they're like, half the guys want to stay forever. But the other half is like, okay, I got my black belt. I'm, I, I'm the best now. Most of my black belts think they're the best now, so they quit. But his and he realized that real early. So you can't like learn this, this, or this until you're going for your second degree. And then you you don't get to learn this, this, or this until you're learning going for your third degree. Then he has like warrior Krav Maga. So you can after your Taekwondo black belt, boom, you go right to your going for your warrior. Taekwondo uh, warrior Krav Maga black belt, then boom, you go to your X Fit. He even has belts in his his fitness program, which is really See, I. For me, you know, that's one thing about the pit. The first day I was in a class, I felt like you were teaching me stuff that was useful. That I would need to know whether I was a black belt or a white belt. That you know, techniques to protect and, yourself. Right, and I think my way might be a little better for protecting yourself and stuff for my, my, you know, my beginner and, you know, intermediate students. But I think his way is more effective for, for, uh, for retention, for keeping people longer. Yeah. And, and I don't really put that much into it. I probably should more, but I'm more interested in just getting them to learn as quick as they can. So while they're a white belt, if they get jumped, they know what to do. I don't want to wait till they're, you know, a black belt, but, but I'm sure he teaches a lot of good techniques in the beginning too. I, I think he just teaches more techniques later on. So yeah. it was very interesting. Had a great uh, time hanging out with him. And uh, he's, uh, he's like definitely uh, a mentor of mine. And has, let me just say this. Um, when we go to the super show every year in, in Vegas, which all the best martial arts in the world go, all the best martial artists are there. The best martial arts minds, the best martial artists, the best martial artists, business guys. When he, when he does his seminar, when I do my seminar, I fill it up. Okay. But if my seminar is going and then he starts his, people will leave mine to go to his. My wife, if art seminars at this are at the same time, because there's usually three seminars going on at the same time, because it's the whole hotel that this, you know, this super show is taken up. My wife says, love you. I'm going to go watch Master Clark. She will not miss his. The first thing she does every year for the for the super show is, okay, when's Mar Master Clark, Clark speaking? And she makes sure that she uh, schedules her whole schedule so she can go watch Master Clark. Well, good. So you got some good one-on-one -on -one time with him today. Right. And then I got to hang out with some uh, some of the fighters, some of the coaches. Glover is feeling great, great spirits. You know, I see, I see, uh, I don't know, I feel happy about this. Well, one of the things, uh, man, if you watch the fights, they, uh, well, the two things is it's so quiet in there. I kind of liked it, actually. It was so quiet. You can hear the coaches and the fighters talking to each other during the fight. 
like to, and the spider talking back like yeah i'm gonna do that or yeah i'm gonna do that technique and then the other thing is you could hear dc announcing like commentating and he's telling him what the guy should do and the guy fighting could hear i think it was hardy greg hardy he's listening to dc commentate telling him he should be checking his leg kicks it's so quiet in there that and then he was doing that and he's incorporating so it'll be exciting tomorrow or wednesday we'll be able to hear you telling glover what to do on wednesday <laughs> You can hear pretty. Cl- you can hear the corner. Pre- you can hear both corners pretty clearly. Then oh, they gotta watch. Keep the effort. Then they gotta just bleep, minus they the just bleep it out. It's on ESPN. They'll just bleep it out. God. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna do that. I won't. I won't. I won't f bomb. So we got that. Um, so we're ready. We're here. It's a great. Uh, I just love being around fighters because we had we had dinner tonight, and I was with a bunch of the the guys, martial arts guys, and. I don't always have to sit with facing the door. Like, I always feel like if I'm, I'm with non-martial artists, when I sit down, I have to face the door because I got to be the protector if some bad guy comes in. But if I'm at the, at the UFC fight or hanging out with my, my martial artist buddies, I just, I'll sit facing away from the door on purpose just so I can give myself a rest. Did you see Bruce <laughs> Buffer at all? Yeah, he made me put on a mask. Dude, you know what? Bruce Buffer does not care that there's nobody in the stadium. He was announcing like just like there were twenty thousand people there, man. He well, was going there are watching him around. On well, there are watching, but still, you're in an you're in an empty. It must be weird. You're in an empty arena doing you know doing announcing the way he does. And he, he wasn't holding. Me. He wasn't holding back at all. No, he's he's <laughs> he's he's gonna do it. He'll do that in his room. He does that probably before he has sex with his uh, with his girlfriend. It's time. So like, is that the line? It's time. It's time. But anyway, so I did wear my. Uh, I saw Bruce Buffer and he he uh, he saw me and we're outside in the sun. And he goes, "Hey John, put on your mouse mouthpiece, man, or your your mask." It's like seriously, bro. Come on. He goes, "Put on your mask." I was like, "All right." So I'm not gonna tell Bruce Buffer Buffer no. So I put it on for a while. Tell he left, and then I uh, then I took it off, and I told the guys I was with, I go, if you see Bruce Buffer coming back, let me know because I got to put this back on. So anyway, <laughs> so it's great. No, I, no, love, no. I love. Hey, outside's one thing, but I think if you're on the plane, it's another thing. I know, I know, I know, I know. I I think so, and I don't. I know we have different. Uh, all right, so um, so fights. Did you watch all these fights? Yeah, there yeah, was everyone. That was a, Stack card that, that was stack card it was, it was pretty much ever like ever. straight I, from yeah. the pre prelims all the way through the yeah fights. yeah it was uh, I didn't okay. see the I didn't see any of the pre prelims but I saw from the prelims well the pre prelims had uh Bryce Mitchell that's why I watched that one mm. he fought Charles Rosa and just oh yeah I did he, see that fight I think uh, yeah that was the pre prelims. The, apparently he won by decision, but apparently the cards were like thirty to twenty-five, thirty to twenty-four. 24. 24. Yeah, thirty to twenty-four. One of them. One of them. That's crazy. No, that, yeah, it's like I mean that's ten eight. Yeah, I mean every time, every round. Just well, because it. every round he completely and utterly and not even closely dominated this guy. He was just like searching for submissions the whole, and the guy was just playing. Um, complete defense the whole fight. So, like, if if your fighter gets against the cage and you're punching the whole time and he's just trying to block the whole time, 
um, that's the same thing. You know, he's like, he was, he was relentless, relentless. It made, it was actually an entertaining wrestling, it was jiu-jitsu, it was a pretty entertaining jiu-jitsu fight. I don't know. So you saw that one. That was a good fight. It was, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was one-sided, one but it was still entertaining. But it was, it was, it was, it was, it was as exciting as any stand-up fight because, uh, because it was just so much action. It was like he was searching for he was searching for the twister. Probably, probably every round. I think he he got the beginnings of the twister. Um, and you know he's fighting a jujitsu black belt, one of the one of the better jujitsu black belts out there. So he's not fighting some guy that wrestled twice in college or rest or high school. I mean, this guy was a, a legit jujitsu guy, but but uh, Mitchell was just all over him. He's like fucking arm triangle, fucking you know the fucking twister, fucking guillotine, fucking python. He fucking the he, he got every fucking. Uh, he was trying for every. I think he almost got an. He attempted an arm bar. Try. He was just going. It was just each round was five minutes. Of him giving a clinic, giving a clinic, and just yeah, and then he, he's great to listen to afterwards too. He's quite yeah. a personality. He's going to be on the yeah. main card next time, I think. Not on the pre prelims. He's going to be on the. Although he made it, get, he's still on a UFC two forty nine card, but yeah, he'll be wearing uh, he'll be wearing camo shorts. <laughs> I guarantee you. From Arkansas, I bet you. I will bet you anything that. Dana will make sure he has camo shorts after that. He's fight. been a, he's been asking after every fight, so uh, he'll maybe get them now. They'll, they'll make it happen. On the prelims, he you will. saw you saw there's some great fights on the prelims. You saw Vincente Luque knock yeah. out uh, Nico Price. I figured you love this one. This oh left hook that was an that, amazing that left, left hook. That must have made you happy. The wrecking ball. <laughs> it made me very. You know what made me happy? His coach came up to me yesterday. He goes. Yeah, hey, I bet you like my guy's fight. You liked that left hook, didn't you? Yeah, yeah man, it was awesome. I, yeah, he was what he said. What do you call that left hook? I said that was the wrecking ball. <laughs> so, anyway, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That what? was that was a good that was a good ending. That was in the round three, I think, a few minutes in. So that was a good oh, fight to kick was off. Was that a knockout? Yeah. Oh, he knocked him out. Okay, yeah, I, I the fights all ran together, but yeah, he did stop. Yeah. He stopped him with that, so that was not one of the decisions. And then Nico jumped up and he like hugged him. He's like, "Fuck, man, what a sport! They're both unbelievable um, fighters, but the sportsmanship um, is, is, I think, I think I like watching that. I got like Nico in that after the fight as much as I like the fight. Just I love to see. You know what? These fights did run together. Did he get stopped? I think the doctor stopped it. Because of his oh, eye. Oh, was that, was that he brutal cut, see. right? He, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. he has like three cuts all around his eye, and his yeah. eye was swollen all the way shut. So it was still a TKO. Yeah, but it yeah. was from that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't. But Nico, the way Nico responded to that, and, and there was a couple things. We'll talk about them after, too. I mean, in a little while up when we get to that fight. But this fight, this, this card was full of uh, bad decisions. Bad scoring, beautiful fights, and beautiful sportsmanship. So, I I love this fight, but it did it did show some really a weakness in the uh, in the scoring. 
There was some good refereeing though, overall, and there was oh, and this one, this stoppage. He couldn't see anymore. I mean, he, yeah. he he wanted to fight, but he's saying, "Yeah, I could see, I could see," and his eye was completely swollen shut. And didn't the, I think that? I don't know if the doc stopped it. I think the doc left it to, up to the referee. The doc the, said the he could go on. He said he can't see. He could go on for a little while. And the ref's like, well, if you can't see, it's over. And, he, and the ref yeah, called yeah. it off. Yeah, and so the, the ref referee could have very easily, yeah. Yeah. So that was it, good. So That was good. Nico so we, Price, man. That was a good fight. Uh, unfortunately, he's, he's there were no a lot sh- of other good fights. So that didn't win fight of the night or anything. He is no slouch. No, that was good. The next one's Cookie Monster. What's her name? Uh, Esparza. Carla's my favorite female fighter of all times. She is my favorite. And I don't know what I love more, the way she fights or the way she does this before the fight when they're announcing her. It's just deadpan. Even in the dressing room, she's just like, and then she gets out, walks out like this. Then they announce her. She's like, but anyway, I, I love that. She just like she doesn't even make a face. She has no no expression at all in her face. She goes like that. She when they call her name, she, she just so anyway, I love I love her fighting style too. And uh I thought she won that fight. Um, she won by decision. Yeah, yeah, but I thought she lost the second round, I think, but maybe the first. But Whatever it was, there's no way. The scoring was 30-27 for her. And then one right. of the judges had her had it 30-27 for the for Karate. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So to give either one of them 30-27, to me, that's scary. 29-28 either way, I would have been okay with either way. I thought uh, Carla won, but I definitely would have been okay if it, it was that close. But to have it... Uh, you know, thirty twenty seven. I thought was uh, inept. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, that's not something you see very often, fortunately. But uh, mm-hmm. that was a weird way. But if you know, she won it. She won a split decision. Yeah, she won. She won. The next fight was uh, Alexi Olenek and uh, Verdum. Well, let's ask let's Verdum. Ha- I got a spe- we got a special guest right now. Let's let's invite <laughs> her in and see what she has to say. Right, go ahead. You're welcome here. Wait, is she coming in? Hold on. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, hi. You got to put your face in there, honey. You're on the podcast right now. Hi, you're on our podcast. Can you hear us? Hi, Heather. Okay, you guys, everybody out there, this is my beautiful wife, Heather. And I'm sure right now um, she's taking care of a duck. I just did. She's taking care of a duck. So let me just ask you, while I'm here, I'm here in Jacksonville, Florida, and 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 my partner and soon-to-be life partner, uh, Doctor Casper. Oh, what? I mean, soon-to-be training partner. Did training I say life partner. partner? Sorry. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> well, okay. We watched the fights together. Let me ask you this: um, Which one was your favorite fight from uh, uh, Saturday night? I didn't see them all. I know, I the ones you saw. Um, um, I don't know. What did you think about the Ferguson stoppage? I couldn't remember his name. I thought that was an amazing fight. 
Okay. The stoppage, is that what you said? Yeah, do you think the referee did a great job? I think he did. I think it could have gone either way, to be honest. Wait, wait. You, okay, so you think he could – you're talking about – I'm talking about Ferguson, remember? Remember no, the I guy know. that got rocked? But wasn't, wasn't he the one that was still stand, trying to get up when they – No, that, that was, that was, was Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz. Oh, okay, okay. So you thought that okay. one. But remember the other one where the guy was, like, rocking and, and – remember? Oh, the last one. His head a couple of times. It was kind of odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. think about that stuff? That was that was weird. What he was doing. Yeah, I just I actually. He was there. What? He didn't seem like he was there. Yeah, that that was definitely a good stop. Yeah, and, yeah, that was that know. was scary. I talked to I talked to his coach yesterday and gave him my regards, and he came back today, and he wanted to thank me for for saying that, and wanted us to. He wanted uh, he wanted me, so now I'm letting everybody to know that he's fine and he'll be back. Oh, Who, Tony? Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he's in a, he just he just got out of the hospital. Man, yeah, he, was, must, he got beat shot. up. Yeah, he did get beat up. That was a good fight, but that was a good fight. Heather, do you think I like being at fights? What do, what's your feelings about me? Do you think I, I'm made to be a trainer? What do you think? I think you're made to be a trainer, but I think you're an emotional wreck when you're there. But I think you're an amazing trainer. I do. I think it's, I think because you think of all of them as your family, it makes you very emotional because you love them all because you don't have a big team. All, everyone that's on your team is like family to you, which I think is great. And, you know, I think it shows how much heart you have. Huh. How, have you ever seen me get emotional? <laughs> oh my God. What's the worst? Tell I me the worst. The worst I think the worst one was um, Mike Gans in uh, Utah. Utah? Was it Utah, what did, right? What did I do? What did I, we did I yell? What did I do? Totally broke down. We had to go behind the bleachers to hide, and you fully broke down. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you break down quite that much. I mean, it was – you broke down. So define breaking down. Sobbing. <sighs> Shit. No, you're lying. I would not. I don't sob. You were sobbing. I mean, (laughs) I I don't think I've ever seen you like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why, though? Why? Be honest. Why? He was a mess. I mean, he looked. But he won, right? He won. Yeah. No, he didn't win that fight. He was a a bloody mess. Remember his eye? We had to. And his eye. Remember his eye was bad? Oh, God. He, He was like head to toe blood. He had to have surgery. Yeah, I break. I do break down. I do break down. But I do love my guys. Yeah. So what? Did, what did you watch the Zingano fight? Oh, no. you didn't see that Zingano fight. I didn't. I so didn't see. It. What about Kippy Monster? What do you feel? Who's my favorite female fighter? Isn't it Cookie Monster? Yeah, you yeah. saw her fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about that one? I thought it was a good fight. I thought the beginning, don't tell her I said this, it was a little slow at the beginning. I don't want to get my ass kicked. <laughs> 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 it was a little slow, but Cookie Monster comes around, man. 
Cookie Monster threw down with Karate Hottie. And I thought yeah. she beat her. I thought she beat her in the striking game a lot. Yeah, I mean, I that's how she beat her. I mean, I th- was there any takedowns? What? I think there was one. I think she had one takedown. Yeah, but she was beating her at the stand-up. I mean, I thought her rougher stand-up might have been a little more unorthodox, but I think it was more effective. So that's what I think. So what other fights? Well, honey, I'd love to talk to you longer, but um, don't you have a duck to take care of? I'm making dinner, actually. I already took care of the ducks, so. The, you're making dinner? I'm not even there. I know. What are you making for the boys? Not even going to tell you because you're not here. What is it? It's something that you would never eat, so I'm not going to even say. <laughs> what is it? Tell me. Why? What, what is it? I'm making nachos. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's you're going, dinner? Like, yes, we can eat shit. <laughs> we're having nachos. What would I do? What do you think I would do if I was there and you were making that? Go, uh, what am I going to eat? <laughs> I would make you fry some eggs. Or I would fry some eggs, one like or the other. It. What? Got it. Oh my With God. it. So you would just what have else? that. What are you making? Put on top of it. Oh, my God. Those, those boys are in heaven right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're in heaven. Especially Blake. Yeah. Blake is, hey, is uh, what's your name gone? You should invite Zach over. I know. I, well, I think we, we might watch the boys. If it's not a, whatever, elimination one. So, sorry. I mean, I wish you were here, but nacho. It sounds like, John, it sounds like life goes on when you're not there. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> she looks pretty happy, too. <laughs> but anyway, all right, babe, I love you. All right, love you, too. Bye. See you, Heather. Love you. So, anyway, so what are the fights? What other fights? Uh, that was good, man. What, um. Yeah, she she knows what. That's why she was so upset that she couldn't come because she knows how emotional I get during the fights. Like I I have had multiple breakdowns. Um, I've had train. I've had. I was there at. Uh, what fight was it? It was a fight that. Um, I forget the promoter, but he came up to me and I was sobbing. He's like, "Why? You, what's the matter? Your fighter won," and I was like, "I know, but he got hurt, and I'm worried about him." Oh, it's nice. A trainer nice. that cares. I care, but yeah. It's, it's, well, they're not the the fighters' wives aren't even there, right? No, they're not. So, yeah, no way. Yeah. So Heather wasn't allowed to go. No. So anyway, um, so we got that, and then uh, what other fight? What other Francis? Let's just go right to Francis Ngano. Holy shit! Yeah, that was pretty amazing. So he's like, uh, he comes at it. At you like kind of like a freight train, man. He's just swinging for the fences. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't, if you don't get out of the way, I don't know what you do. Like DC was talking about fighting him if he has to fight him, and DC said, "There's no way you can stand up with him. I'm gonna have to take him down, and the fans are gonna boo." Like, yeah. If DC I, has I, to fight. I mean, how else do you fight that guy? Um, you can box him. I mean, you can outbox God. him, but I think. Um, the guy is was 265 pounds, and he was like six, what is he, six, he's just all muscle. He's amazing. He, he seems yeah. like a different fighter. He, he seems and, like a very confident. Yeah, he's a lot man. better. And, and, and what I really like about him is 
his work ethic. I, I've talked to his trainers um, and his, his humbleness. Um, he's respectful to everyone. Um, he, he has a personality. He's very approachable. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't talk shit and he doesn't, uh, he doesn't, um, he doesn't bad mouth. He doesn't get negative. Like I said, he's, he just seems like a really, really nice murderer. <laughs> yeah. There's, those are out there, man. Just, uh, and so maybe he's different out of the cage, but man, put him in the cage and that guy, uh, Rosenstruck called out Francis Ngannou and wanted yeah. to fight him. What a scary proposition getting in the ring. Yeah. You know who, what I was surprised is when he got his hand raised, I think it was Dan Mergliata in there. Dan Mergliata is as big as Francis Ngannou. I mean, no, he didn't yeah. look small. He's giant. Yeah. That That's the referee no. you have to have in there for that fight. You can't put Keith they, Peterson in I'm there. I'm sure they, fight. yeah, you, yeah. You gotta um, have, because he had to jump in there and save Rosenstrick's life. I mean, he had to get in between them. You have yeah, to have Dan Mergliata as the ref or Big John, which is, he's gone. But yeah, you need a big ref to uh, ref that fight. And they had a big ref, yeah. So, so that was good. Um, you know, I think with a little more fine tuning, because he has such a good camps. He's, I mean, he spends his time at like two of the most experienced and. Uh, um, um, effective camps uh, between uh, what do you call Randy Shields I don't even know the name of it it's just Randy Shields Jim but there's another name to it and then and then uh, and Dewey Cooper Dewey Cooper over at uh, One Kick Knicks and uh, I mean you're not going to get better kickboxing um, I mean you I mean and then you get the wrestling. You're not going to get much better wrestling than than you will, you know, with uh, with uh, Randy Couture and his crowd. And then you go. You're not going to get much better striking than with One Kick Nick and uh, Dewey Cooper. So I don't know. He, if he keeps learning and and, and, uh, and progressing, he because he has knockout power. I mean, the kind of power that he might be training, but if he wasn't born with it he wouldn't have as much as he has you, the, the, his killer instinct is just that it's an instinct and he didn't you don't train that and if you don't have it usually you don't have it he has it and that's scary because if he senses any weakness or any any uh you know that he hurts you at all he will finish you no matter what yeah, it was uh, – well, where does he go next? I mean, he either fights Stipe if Stipe comes back and fights the champ or he fights DC. How did, how did Stipe beat him last time? Just He just outboxed him, right? Yeah, Stipe now is injured or has an eye problem or something. But how did he beat him last I think he just outboxed him, right? Yeah, I believe so. And then it wasn't the fight that he came back – I'd have to go back and look. And then he fought uh, – that was. And then he fought Derek Lewis, and they both kind of – they both kind of had off nights and they just kind of circled the whole round or rounds. Right. Yeah. So he fought, fought, uh, last fight was Dos Santos. And then before that was Cain Velasquez. And before that was blades. And then they lost to Derek Lewis and it, yeah, he had fought uh, Stipe 
he lost by decision to Stipe five rounds. Yeah, yeah he just got he got yeah he just got exhausted in like the first and a half round. Yeah, and then the fight after that was kind of that back and forth, nothing happened fight. Yeah, and then he's he's won every fight since then, four in a row. Yeah, and he'll probably win everyone from now on. <laughs> well, the loss, but maybe the loss does that to you. You know, you grow, you learn. Yeah, but, he uh, definitely he definitely grew and definitely learned. So, so we have that, and then uh, that was twenty. That was a twenty second fight, by the way. Twenty seconds. That was a quick fight. So the fight yeah. after that. Yeah, was fight after that was was Henry Cejudo and Dominic Cruz. Uh, so this one, they yeah. this one. What do you think of this fight? Uh, um, I I thought Cruz was um um I thought he was ineffective, but I think that was probably almost all because of uh, because of. Um, Cejudo's unbelievable, um, just unbelievable skill and um, versatility. I mean, he was fucking landing brutal kicks, and he's an Olympic gold medal wrestler. His striking was like a boxer, and he's an Olympic gold medal wrestler. (laughs) I I mean, it's scary shit. I mean, you get an Olympic gold medal wrestler, that's all you should have to worry about. I mean, he's an Olympic gold medal wrestler, you know, but you got to worry about his kicks and his punches too. I mean, what do you do? I mean, where do you, where do you hide? Where do you hide if you're, if you're well, fighting an Olympic? Dominic has, you know, his style, he's all over the place, which was, you know, at some point he's trying to jump over his kicks. I think uh, he kept getting kicked. Um, that the leg kicks were, were, were taking a toll and, his footwork, which is usually super effective, maybe it was because he was getting kicked so much in the leg, but his, his, his really crazy effective footwork just wasn't as effective as it usually is. And his strikes weren't either. He was kind of pawing out, pawing out, um, and, and, and it just wasn't effective. Then he caught that knee, and he got, he got dropped, and I thought it was a really good stoppage by um, Keith Peterson. Um, but obviously, uh, uh, Dominic Cruz didn't. Yeah. Dominic did not like the stoppage. I saw an interview with him where in that hallway or whatever after and he said the referee smelled like alcohol and cigarettes and the referee should be drug tested. And he was not happy. He said some awful things about the referee and, uh, you know, he, he got knocked down with a really brutal knee and then he, Took like eleven. They said it was eleven unanswered punches, and the referee stopped it. I mean, it's. I think it's hard to complain about that. If I watch it again, I might come up with a different number. But the two times I watched it, there was twelve between twelve and fourteen unanswered punches, and uh, so there were no less than twelve unanswered unanswered punches that actually landed in his face. So even if he was on his way to standing up, he had already caught a brutal knee that dropped him, knocked him, gave him a, a concussion, obviously, because he wasn't really off balance. He was dropped by a concussion because he lost his legging, right? He lost his footing. So that's his legs were gone. That's a concussion. And then 
the other 12 unanswered punches after the concussion all landed right in his face while while um while Cejudo was in a dominant position able to generate a lot of power to those 12 un unanswered punches when do you when do you finally stop at them well it's uh, that's the ref the ref's in there i think you know dominic cruz didn't like it he said he was standing up he said he he said he, he had was his wits about him. He was on his way yeah. out, but he was still vulnerable. He was still not out of danger. That knee was nasty. That knee was yeah. <laughs> that knee did not look good. You know, it's too bad. That's the way it ended. I think Henry Cejudo deserved the win, and then he retired. He just said, "I'm done." I don't know if that's a he's trying to get more money or what he's doing, but or maybe I, he's caught, done. I he's talked not. to his coach. I talked to his coach last night. The guy with the glasses. Yeah. The white glasses. The big white, white and, glasses, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't want him to retire. He thinks he's still got a lot of fight left in him. Um, but, I mean, to be honest, like, um, just the competition. Like, one of my top fighters, his name was Eric Schwartz. He's the first guy to beat Glover way back in the day. I mean, that was both of their first fights. So, he was a high-level collegiate wrestler when I got him. Um, and then he had three kick, three or four kickboxing matches, won them all by knockout. And then he had three MMA matches. He won them all by knockout. And then he said, I'm done. I don't want to fight ever again. I was like, why? You won all your fights and you could you'd probably be a champion. He goes, you know, I've been wrestling for so long, made it all the way to college, got a college scholarship, da, 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 da. He goes, I've competed enough. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm retiring. I don't want to, I'm done competing. I'm tired of it. I'm sure Henry Cejudo, um, not only did he, you know, win the Olympics, he won so many wrestling tournaments. I mean, since he was like six years old or some shit, imagine how many times he's prepared, lost weight, trained for, competed, won, lost, just the ups and downs of competing at that high level, the highest level you can compete in, in wrestling is the Olympics. Now the highest level you can compete in MMA is UFC. I could see him kind of being a little burnt out at this point. Well, and it doesn't mean you have to retire permanently, but you look at someone like uh, GSP who kind of could write his own ticket. Now he could say, Hey, I want to fight the champion in this division. And then he yeah. can come, he can come fight the champion in that division once every four years or something. You could see Henry Cejudo, you know, if you're burnt out, you take a year or two, three years off, and then you re-energize yeah. and want to come back and fight again. And he didn't, yeah, and he didn't say, I'm going to sign something that says I can never fight again. He just said, I retire. And that that's probably the, the, the majority of people that retire come back. And, and, and some, some shouldn't. And then sometimes... They come back like like uh, like a GSP, and sometimes they come back successfully, you know, like George Foreman, you know, um, and then uh, someone like uh, you know Cejudo, he's he has nothing left to prove, but I mean he might want to come back, you know. I mean you know he may see a new challenger. He may see yeah. a new challenger arise in a couple of years and be like, I can beat that guy and come back. Yeah, which would be cool. So. Yeah, so that was good. So, so what about the, the main event? 
the fight of the night. So Justin Gaethje gets two bonuses again. He got the fight of the what? night and performance of the night. How much again. did he make, you think? I don't know. But he they, he has more bonuses than fights, they said. Nice what? hat. <laughs> nice hat. So, dude, you know what I didn't like about this fight? I liked the stoppage. I liked Herb Dean. Stoppage was great. I didn't like seeing someone take that much punishment. Like, he is he going to be the same <laughs> after um, this? Is, that's a that's the roll of the dice. That's the roll of the dice. Some people come back never the same. Like like Meldrick Taylor when he fought Julio Cesar Chavez, he never came back. He never fought the same again. He never spoke the same again. Um, that's what I worry about with, with Tony. Like watching that fight, it's so scary. The problem, the 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 the, uh, um, the like the saving grace for that is he doesn't get hit much usually. Usually he doesn't. So he hasn't he doesn't have a career like uh, Arturo Gatti or Leonard Garcia or or you know someone someone like Bigfoot or Mark Hunt who just slug out all their fights and and go back and forth. He hardly ever gets hit. So this one fight. And he doesn't spar. So that one fight, he probably got hit hit as much, to be honest, as much as I did in a week of sparring during my boxing days. I mean, he got hit a lot. It was five rounds, right? So He got I mean, hit with some brutal, just brutal shots but, over but and people over. Get, but people get hit that much in sparring, you know? So just the fact that it's usually a cl- accumulation – and he doesn't get hit much. He doesn't spar. So he, so is, so I think that's probably the most he's ever been hit in his whole career. You know, everything else put together. And so I think the, he had several well, concussions strung together in that night. I mean, he looked like he got rocked on more than yeah, one occasion. I, and I didn't see that as much as him getting hit. I was surprised he didn't get rocked as much. Um, but that last punch that definitely rocked him i think uh called for an immediate stoppage stoppage on his feet and he didn't protest it really either he uh unlike dominic cruz he he was shaking his head i think i don't know if he couldn't see or he couldn't hear but he was it seemed like he was trying to shake himself back awake right but then he was fine and he hugged the guy and they they talked and yeah yeah scary but why did he so keep he in the was, hospital till today i mean yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the hospital. He did a dance routine. Uh, with he actually did a dance routine. He put up on his uh, Instagram where he was actually dancing with his IV pole. It was funny as shit. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I, well, you can check it out. I'm, I'm he is a tough, tough, tough dude. My God, he too tough, too tough, too tough for his own good. Almost well, that's kind of kind of what I thought. I would say too thought. tough, but I think that way about Gaethje. I think Gaethje is too tough for his own good. Because he gets hit like that a lot, um, and even when he, you know, and, and get knocked out. Whereas um, um, this is the first time that I've seen, uh, you know, uh, Ferguson take a beating or even really get hit much. Um, but but Gaethje gets beatings like this and wins almost all his fights. I think he was a little more technical this fight, like a little a lot more, more reserved. A lot more yeah, technical. I think he's a little different fight, a little smarter fighter. He went. Yeah, he looked great. He went five rounds in deep into the fifth round, and he looked good. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, another guy that was really technical and looked really good, and I actually thought he won the fight, 
was uh, Alvey's. Oh, Sam, Sam Alvey. Yeah, that was way. There's was no great. way. There's no way he should have lost that fight. I mean, he, yeah. you know, he landed that lead hand hook so many times, and he might not have rocked the guy that bad, but he 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 like put him off balance every time almost. So I don't know if he was rocked or just off balance, but it made that means the punch was successful. That means it was a, uh, you know, you know, it it, it was a, a effective strike. It knocked him off balance time and time and time again. How did he lose that fight? Were you bored by any fight? You saw everything. You saw the pre prelims, the prelims, the yeah. main card. They were a good bored. fight. This was a the, one of the best cards that they've put together. And I think yeah, everyone I was think ready to ready to watch some sports in this country, in the world. Yeah, I don't think I was bored. Uh, I don't think I was bored by any fights at all. I, um, no, yeah, like I said, I was, I was, I was, dis, I was uh, a little dismayed on some of the scoring, especially the Sam Alvey fight. I didn't like uh, um, um, what there's one of the, Oh, the uh, cowboy fight. I wasn't crazy about that decision. Um, but I, I could definitely see it. Um, but I didn't like, like the, the, the Sparsa fight being 30 and 30, 27. Yeah. Um, either there's way. Better, there's it was a good, good part. There's good refereeing. There was so, so judge. The judging is never a standout. Wow. That was some great judging. You know, there's never yeah. a, it's never a, there's always a problem with the judging. So I know the refereeing but, but though, honest, which is, like, more about safety. The refereeing was really good. Yeah, her her but even when man. you see, even if you see great judging, you're not gonna say, "Wow, great fights." They had some great judging. Right? Who says that? <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> some great judging in these fights. Maybe yeah, we should have a judge on. We should have a judge on the podcast. No, I don't think so. What What were so, you thinking? <laughs> that was yeah. I I think. Even though Big John doesn't, I he might debate me again on it, and he could win. But I think they should have open scoring. I mean, every fight, every round of every fight should be open, and we should know. The only problem the is, is that people can, they know they're going to win. They just sandbag and run away, and if they know they've no. got it in the bag, I'll, I'll tell you. I tell you where we cure that. Well, number one, uh, the guys that are winning by that much usually know. And guys that are gonna sandbag are usually boring fighters anyway. And it, and if you could you could implement uh, a, a a yellow and red card, then nobody would do that because you get a yellow card, boom, ten percent of your purse. You know what I mean? So when you're when you're inactive or your timidity, if you if you're guilty of timidity during a fight, um, the referee the referee can deduct your point direct a point deduct a point yeah so there's ways around it there is and, and it would it would be interesting to see but then you'd have people booing the judges during the fight they need booze for the judges uh, i think fucking, they want i think they, they want to be anonymous you know you don't even know what these guys look i know like. they, they want, want to be anonymous, anonymous so they can do shitty judging but they shouldn't be able to they should be held accountable why what's wrong if people are booing shitty judging no, no. They boo. They boo shitty fighting. They do, and refereeing. Oh my they god. They do. What do you What do you think about that stoppage for the? I mean, for Tony Ferguson, I mean, it was a great stoppage. Oh, 
No, that's that. No, what do you think about the the Dominic? Do you think it was uh, just? It, it could have gone either way. Could have gone either way. I, I don't know. I, it was a lot of unanswered punches, but he was getting up. I, I see Dominic's point, but I don't like that he was bad mouthing the referee. And no, it's just kind of like you know you take your loss. I don't know. He hasn't fought yeah. in like four years. He hasn't fought in quite a while. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I hope you. I just saw the referee too. I really. He was here. He's here at the hotel. Uh, I think I think he's an up. Oh, well, I think he's an up and comer. I think uh, he started off kind of slow, not bad, but just you just didn't notice him. And that usually means you're doing a really good job, but you haven't really shown anything. But then he showed some definitive decision making that I think has shown that he's a no nonsense referee. And I think he's getting that. Um, I think he's getting that referee of being a no nonsense take no shit referee and i think that's his strong point um and and i i don't think he made a bad call at all who was the referee in when cowboy cowboy got poked in the eye did you see that he got thumbed right in the eyeball and he was yeah. holding his eye and like screaming all his eye and the guy and uh anthony pence like yeah i'm the fight's still on the referee has to stop this yeah. fight. i think um, i think i think since i've never maybe never i might have seen it once maybe twice since people don't fake that, like routinely fake it, I think every time the referee sees it, they should stop it immediately and go check the uh, the check video. their eye. It's their eye. It's their eyeball. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, err on the err on the side of protecting their eye. Right, but I think you gotta look at the the the, the you gotta look at the um you know the camera the the video because I mean the eye poke doesn't always show up, but it just. But it, you can tell her just because he's blinking his eye, he could have caught a knuckle in the eye. Well, and so we've seen think, that too, where where people think yeah. they got eye poked and it was a punch. Right. That's why I think uh, I think stopping it for a few seconds um, and and checking the video. And if people start taking advantage of that, then that's a different story. But I've never seen a guy say he got poked but didn't, because every time they say that, they go back and check. Yeah, they've been poked. Yeah, yeah. The referees, you know, usually the you're a good referee, you really don't notice they're there. Good right. judges definitely don't notice they're there. Good cut men, you don't notice they're there. In fact, they went to the corner in one of the fights, and the guy was bleeding, and he's yelling, "Where's the cut man?" And the cut man never came in in the between rounds. I think it was uh, who was that? Was it Jeremy Stevens or someone was yelling? Was bleeding from like behind his ear or something? He's like yelling, "Where's the cut man?" That was a first. That seems like I don't weird. think I've seen that. Where the hell is he worried about cut behind the ear? I don't know. He was cut bleeding from the side of his face, and he was like, he was pissed. He's like, where's the cut, man? He never came in. Well, you know what the I weirdest thought. fight was? Okay. Greg Hardy. Or not Greg. Was it Greg Hardy? Greg Hardy, right? Greg Hardy, no, yeah. yeah. Against yeah. DeCastro? Yeah, and he's, DeCastro is like take, winning hands down the first round. Like, not, yeah, even, yeah. not even close. Not even close. Like he, that's all he had to do to win the fight. He just, all he had to do is keep kicking him and then coming up top with overhand. And it seemed like Greg Hardy had no answer for it. And then the second round, he didn't throw anything again till the last round. He didn't he throw a leg kick. He hurt yeah, his foot. Well, he, no, they said he hurt his toe. Who the fuck cares if you hurt your toe? <laughs> it's a toe. If you look at the replay, it was toes. That's all that hit. Right. His knee. It was just a toe. It wasn't his foot. And then that, that basically he didn't do anything for the next two rounds. He kind of just followed him around and for a toe. Didn't for throw, a hurt he didn't toe. throw anything for a toe. You don't yeah. stop for a hurt toe. 
I don't care how it bad. It was weird. You, I don't care if your toe is broken. You don't stop a fight and quit fighting because of a broken toe. Or kick with the other fucking foot more. But even if you kick with that foot, and I'm not just talking out of my ass. I, I know this. This shit hurts. But you kick with it anyway. It's a toe. It's not your fucking liver. It's not your heart. It's not like you got a neck injury. It's a toe. You keep was fighting a, with a bad toe. It was a toe. I don't know. There must have been more to the story. Maybe it's an important toe. I don't know. But And then he know. looked like he wasn't tired at all. I mean, he was still moving good. Yeah. Like he, but he didn't, he didn't throw anything. That was a weird one. We'd have to ask him or his coach what happened. Maybe. I'm going to I'm gonna text him. I'm I'll look text for him. x-rays. I'm going to. Because I'm a buddy of his on social media. And we communicate back and forth. So I will ask him. Yeah, and then he kind of just uh, he just cruised through the round. Greg Hardy and won, won the decision based on the second two rounds. That's a weird. Yeah, that was Hardy. a weird one. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird one. So Greg right, Hardy right. said, "Didn't Greg Hardy say he uh, heard DC? He heard DC commentating and started checking the leggings. <laughs> that's what that's what led to that." So we're then, looking for John. John, we're looking forward to hearing you from the corner in Glover's fight. Main, you'll be hearing, main event. You'll be hearing me, guys. Main event. You guys will be hearing. Two more days, guys. You'll be hearing me. So what's your yeah. what's your schedule for tomorrow? What do you got to do tomorrow? Uh, he's going to weigh in, but he, he's got a guy for that. So I'm just basically not going to do anything tomorrow morning. And then we'll get together tomorrow, take a little walk, talk strategy, and then go back to the gym here in the hotel. Do a little bit of shadow boxing and talk more strategy. And then uh, we all go out to dinner and hang out and just have fun. And then he's always in good spirits the night before a fight. And then uh, and then comes fight time. How fun is that? Well, good luck to you, man. Wish you all, you and Glover all the luck in the world right. fighting Anthony Smith. That's such a big, great fight for Glover. It really is. I love it. I love this fight for Glover. So I just love, I love all the... I love all of Anthony Smith's skills and and weaknesses, and and I think they fit perfectly with Glover's strengths. and And I, I see Glover, I just I see really good things for this fight, so I'm happy. Good, good man. Well, good luck to you. We'll talk again. Right. Talk about it on the next podcast. All right, brother. I'll talk to you. All right, all right. John. Till next time.